Peak Wealth Management proudly presents the Trust the Plan podcast with Nick Hopwood and Jim Pilot, where we believe by providing education and guidance, we can help you retire with peak confidence. Now, here are your certified financial planners, Nick and Jim. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to episode 209 of the Trust the Plan podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Jim. And Jim, uh, a few weeks ago, we talked about taking a money date we did. with your spouse, right? Yeah. We did one on Saturday night. You did? Yeah. How'd it go? It was wonderful. Yeah? yeah. She engaged? Was she into it? Totally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, we talked about we wanted to do a little remodel project. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that was the topic of the of the money date, right? Like we already have a lot of the plans drawn up of mm-hmm. what we want to do. So it was more like, well, how are we going to pay for it? Okay. And how does the timing look? Yeah. You know? And so... You know, there's there's a little bit of discussion about the credit card bill. Okay. Uh, knowing that Christmas presents yeah, say it's are the uh, holiday season. Yeah. yeah that that's not into the conversation. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, it ended well, right? So yeah. money date, highly recommend. Okay, I'm up next. That's right. I'll have one and uh, report back. You know, you might not want to bring up the Christmas present part. Okay. <laughs> just from personal experience. Yeah. Um, but you know, I pulled through. It wasn't as exciting as the remodel project. Right. I get it. Exactly. Okay. All right. So, Jim, let's talk about health insurance. Okay. You want to? Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. So, recently met with a client, and they've been a client for a few years, and uh, they just retired, right? Really exciting. Very cool. Yeah. This this year in 20, well, maybe it's now 24, but we're recording in 23. Mm-hmm. So, they, re- they retired in 23, like 61. And uh, we got to talk about health insurance, right? Mm-hmm. So when you when you quit or retire or get terminated or whatever, you can go on COBRA, right? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes that fits a need, yep. right? But you're not getting the employer subsidy There's part no of help. it. Yeah. yeah. So you got to pay, okay? And then once the COBRA, you know, you don't have to take the COBRA, but if you do, then mm-hmm. it goes for 18 months. And then once it runs out, you have to go on another plan, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's, it's a delicate situation right now because insurance is extremely expensive. So I used to tell people, you know, when I started in the business, it's hard to retire before 62 because that's the earliest where you can collect social security. Right. But now I tell people it's hard to retire before 65 because you can't get Medicare until 65. Yeah. And that's the big thing when you said, you know, they want to retire at 61, you know, that's several years before that 65 Medicare age and that that is definitely uh, a topic that needs to be discussed and addressed is how are we going to provide and cover the health care uh, in those that interim, you know, those interim years. Yep. So, you know, Cobra could cost like 20 grand for a couple this age. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but if you if you go on Obamacare on the Affordable Care Act exchange and you want a gold plan mm-hmm. with a low deductible, that could be a $30,000 per year premium, $2,500 a month. Wow. Yep. If you choose the silver plan or the bronze plan, right, the premiums are less, mm-hmm. but then you could have to pay a high deductible. Deductibles go up, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, my family, we've been fortunate to not have a lot of medical expenses, at least lately. Mm-hmm. And so I'm comfortable going with a low premium mm-hmm. and a higher deductible. Yeah. And I think we come out ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have, if you've been experiencing health issues, yeah. maybe the gold plan is attractive. 
Yeah, and I would say too, I mean, most people kind of heading into those retirement years, mid, late 60s, um, it becomes more of a priority, right? They're thinking about it a lot more is what is their health, right? Are mm -hmm. they going to be healthy for how long? You know, and they probably have some anxiety over uh, potential healthcare costs. So let's suppose we wanted to, let's suppose maybe uh, we're considering replacing Cobra or Cobra is about to run out. And so now we, in 24, we have to choose a plan, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe we think, hey, maybe we can get a subsidy on the exchange. Right. So let's take a look. So here's our Obamacare subsidy calculator. All right, so if uh, husband and wife are in Plymouth area, 48170, Wayne County, and you're 61, and you're showing the IRS $100,000 uh, AGI, okay, mm -hmm. we get a whopping $1 per month subsidy. <laughs> wow. Okay. And so for people that are spending seven or $8,000 a month, which a lot of our retirees are, mm -hmm. it makes it really difficult to qualify for anything, right? Because right. remember, if you're spending $8,000 a month, right, that's 96000 mm -hmm. If you're pulling that from an IRA, you yeah. really have to pull 130 to net out 100 mm -hmm. And so in this case, you're not going to qualify for any subsidies. Yeah. And I think that's... I mean, an important thing to, to consider is, you know, we always think about income is, well, I'm not working. I won't have any income, right? But we have to have to have money to live on. And typically that comes down to, a, you know, the old 401 or the pre-tax retirement account, the IRA, and all those withdrawals count as income and they affect that adjusted gross income number, especially at 61, right? Because you can't even turn on Social Security to help until 62 at the earliest. That's right. And so a lot of the people that are in this age range, right, 60 to 65 right now, if you think about their whole career, what were they told to do? Yeah, put money in the 401. Put money put in the money 401, in the okay. Mm -hmm. And they're like, hey, I put 10 or 15% in the 401. My mortgage is paid off. Mm -hmm. I'm good. Right? Yeah. Like that was the formula. Mm -hmm. And here's the problem is that if all of your portfolio is pre-tax, you have to withdraw this 130 to get down to your 100,000 yeah. take home. And now you have to pay the full, you know, weight of that premium, which could be $2,500 a month, mm -hmm. okay? And you didn't necessarily build that into your $8,000 a month budget. Right. So that's 2500 bucks. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not like it's tax deductible or anything right. like that. Okay. So if, if you pull from the IRA, it's going to be a problem. But if you had been saving outside the 401k in a joint brokerage account, mm -hmm. right now, you can tap into that fund and you're paying dividend taxes on the dividends and taxes on the capital gains, which you can control, right. you might be able to show almost no income mm -hmm. in this age 61 year, right? In which case, you could have most of your health insurance covered by the government. Right. You could have millions of dollars in your portfolio, but because you withdraw from your brokerage account, you get almost free health insurance. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's that makes a great case for for diversifying the type of investment buckets we have, right? Whether it's traditional IRA money, whether it's Roth money, whether it's you know taxable joint account money, um, they all serve a purpose and they all have a, a an important place to be in the plan. And last week we talked about the mega backdoor Roth, right? Yeah. And so at the end of that episode, I said, 
but I still like the joint account. Yeah. Right. But look, really, there's three. There's three buckets. There's pre-tax IRA money. Mm -hmm. There's your joint brokerage account after-tax money. There's totally tax-free money like a Roth IRA. If you did that mega back to a Roth, mm -hmm. you could pull from the Roth True. and keep your income, right, really mm -hmm. low, right? And yeah. so you could help qualify. And so I just think that it makes a lot of sense to have this three-legged stool when it comes to our taxes in retirement. And you have to really plan ahead. You can't mm -hmm. just decide the day of retirement. You know, you have yeah. to have years and years of thought and planning in advance. Yeah, definitely. So uh, if you are, you know, thinking about retirement and it's a few years away, you know, you have to evaluate these types of scenarios. And so one more thing I just thought of, right? If, if you're these people age 61, if you had a great big joint account, not only you could take, take money out of the joint account and get a huge subsidy, mm -hmm. or you could do a huge Roth conversion right. to raise your income up, okay? And so you can do some of both. You can show some income by doing a conversion mm -hmm. and still get a pretty nice subsidy from yeah. Obamacare. Okay, yeah. so you can kind of juggle it. De definitely, those are a couple of things that we like to preach. We love the Roth conversions, um, but looking at, you know, again, having a strategy, how much of it can we convert to still make sure that we're in a, in a sweet spot with the premium subsidy if we're responsible for our own healthcare costs. So, Absolutely. So at Peak, we believe that we can provide education and guidance just like this so you can retire with confidence. And if you'd like to talk about your situation, uh, we can have a second opinion. You can schedule online with us at peakwm.com. Peak Wealth Management thanks you for watching and listening to the Trust the Plan podcast featuring certified financial planners Nick Hopwood and Jim Pilot. If you enjoyed our program, please subscribe and share. If you'd like to learn more about our services, please visit peakwm.com, peakwm.com today. See you next week.